Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash supernerdpals. With Audible, you get over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's www.audibletrial.com slash supernerdpals. Sign up today. Three, two, one, let's jam. Come on and slam. And welcome to the jam. Everybody yeah, it's Come on and slam. It's got real and jam. Welcome to the jam. On. Welcome uh, to the slam space jam. jam. Thank you, ma'am. It's your chance to oh dance at the space jam. Alright, alright. Alright, alright, alright. Stan, when you do that, I know why you and Kirsty are together. What's up, pals? Welcome to episode 142 of the Super Nerd Pals podcast. And we have a very special episode today. The Black Panther movie dropped. It's amazing. And we're devoting this episode to an all-out spoiler cast. Um, so I'm your host for today, Chris Sampson. I'm Andy Carasquillo. I'm still Stan Gadurski. I'm Ray Merle. Hell yeah. So let's let's get down to brass tacks. This movie was amazing it's over do the intro do the outro we're done let's go home <laughs> it's over done that was it no i i think the first thing i said to you guys was as soon as i got out was i was wrong because i was one i was the first person to be like yeah it was great he was great in an ensemble but uh i didn't think he could carry this movie i think you even and, well, Chow- i think Chow- you Chow- even Bo- mentioned Bozeman? that to us yeah. after seeing civil war yeah, I'm pretty sure you I, had I just that. Yeah, I didn't think that this would be a good standalone movie, and goddamn, I was wrong, and I'm very okay with that. <laughs> Ryan, a hot take. Did you think? Did you think Chadwick Boseman? Like, I mean, he was great, but like, did were there any other uh, actors and actresses that just stole the show for you? Like, for me, it was like Letitia Wright as Shuri. She was so amazing, and like Michael B. Jordan. Just, there were just, just think, killing it. Ugh. I think the the big strength of this movie was not just him it was who he surrounded himself with that made the movie what it was there was like no one person that I felt carried the movie through they were all just so good together and it was such a huge ensemble cast oh my God. like you got I like think... michael b jordan and lupita nyanga Danae guerrera martin freeman without Letitia right without each one of those people it never would have worked without all of those pieces falling into place all those characters being who they are um and bringing what they brought to this movie it wouldn't have worked it would have flopped miserably just like i thought it was going to Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, it was also held by Ryan Coogler, who's a he's a genius, and he's three for three with not just like good movies, but like super critically acclaimed amazing movies. I still haven't seen. Did he also work on Station. Creed? I know it's on Netflix right now, so I definitely need yeah, to check I haven't that checked out. that out either. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, it was it's Fruitvale Station, yeah. then Creed, and then this this actually flick. fantastic. And he's, uh, he's fantastic four. Oh, he worked on. He was the oh, wait, uh, no, no, I'm talking about oh, Ryan Coogler, thought, the director. 
Um, no, that's Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Well, yeah, but Michael B. Jordan, like, that's yeah, his main man. Gonna that's say, like, all those movies were Michael B. Jordan movies, so I was like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of those, Michael B. Jordan starred in, so... Oh, shit. They, they're, they're their own dynamic duo. I mean, yeah, there's clearly something that he sees in Michael B. Jordan and likes to be able to work with him like that. I had a I had a friend of mine ask what I thought of this movie, and I wrote off the top of my head the first three words I wrote funny, relevant, and fierce. And I think that no matter which way you look at it, that's the perfect way to describe it. I know that a lot of commercials are calling it a masterpiece and this and that. And what I I I hate using that word masterpiece because uh, it just doesn't feel genuine enough (laughs) because i don't i don't feel like any of these movies are going to be true masterpieces but i do think that the relevance of this movie and i realized that there was a lot writing on this as like um as like as a symbol and i understand that uh and, and which is why it was so relevant but i mean i think representation this is like, is like a- so important this is right next to wonder woman like one of the most important in that respect that we've ever exactly. seen again i would not use the exactly. word masterpiece it, to describe that but it was it was it and was there's a lot of, there's a lot of thick pieces and features that are that are um analyzing this flick and you know this is they're marking this as a like a film or i'm sorry a revolution in film and i generally i genuinely agree with that because you know it not only is it like it's just like an excellently crafted film and you know it's a testament to the power of how how representation really does matter mm-hmm. and how it inspires people and it you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna open it's gonna be open uh, it, i think it's, it, hollywood's gonna change its i feel like after this hollywood's gonna change its marketing and it's just gonna change its focus on on, on like priorities because like I don't know. Like it was weird. Like during the trailers, I was or the trailers. Um, I was just watching it, and I felt like it was just dragging on. It's like, oh look, more white protagonist. Oh, another white protagonist. Oh, another one. It's like ah, uh, and then and then then you just had this this film of like superb, diverse black excellence. It's like oh shit. So it's a new, it's a brave new world now. And um, it's one of those things where it's just like I get irritated where people are like, oh well representation isn't like that important it doesn't really matter that much i'm like i'm sorry did you see what happened after wonder woman came out do you know how many girls were like i'm going to be wonder woman and and dressed up like her and thought she was this huge role model even though she had been around for ages and a half just like yeah like, like 75 yeah, 75 like years Panther, but like it's, it's about the representation of like these people who they're picking to represent these characters i think is super important and you're gonna see the exact same thing with black panther oh yeah it's, it's all over social media you have like these like like 12 13 year old girls cosplaying as the dora milaje already and it's like that is exactly. awesome and it's that like- is the kind of thing that i feel like gravitated people like us towards superheroes to begin with it was someone to look up to it was someone to relate to and and you felt a connection and i think that now and growing up with comics was one thing but growing up in such a media driven age i feel like this is stupid important for a younger generation to have this now because everything with them is all visual they are tech savvy they're growing up 
with iPhones and iPads and all this stuff. So they're going to be seeing this every single day. This is like, and I, I find it, I find it weird. Like there was a lot of, there was a very vocal part of the internet, like leading up to Black Panther, that was like. I'm not sure what's the word. I don't know. Like devil's advocate is not the word, but basically the, the the gist of it, we're saying, oh yeah, Black Panther wasn't the first time like a mainstream black success or a black led movie or black superhero movie was uh, was made or released, and they they listed off like Blade, Spawn, um, and like and like uh, Meteor and um, Spawn. Uh, I think think I think Andy, um, Shazam or Kazam? No, Kazam. The Shack. The Shack superhero movie but i think that's but the am. problem with that statement is, is like well one Spawn like one was very anti-hero like pure superhero movies like a blade for one's like an anti-hero and the thing is like I, you, you, also vampires don't I, exist so like you can't yeah it, it definitely and you know you don't i mean those movies don't get really don't get talked about as much as opposed i mean except Blade's like a little bit of a of a pseudo outlier because like it was one of those early films in the H. early two thousands that in the th- in know, the third one the hell kicked off the Renaissance like movies mm-hmm. in theaters. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but I but Black Panther just I feel like it's just it's it's a cultural icon on a whole another level and it represents everything that's good and it represents that everything that 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 could be and like it shows people like a, a really beautiful way of looking at the world looking at people looking at culture and like everything that's embedded in that and so that's why that's i mean that's just one of the many many reasons why this movie is so important and black panther is a world leader He's like mm-hmm. he's a king. He's a war and he's, king. he's a king and he's like leading a whole country. Slightly more important than Blade, even though Blade fights Dracula and he keeps us all <laughs> safe from the vampires. <laughs> they don't exist because of Blade. Maybe Ryan. Maybe vampires do exist, and we have to thank Blade hash uh and slash slash daddy they don't exist thank you blade for killing no, dracula no, probably no. like thank you blade for killing all vampires if, sure. if, they, if they did i would probably be one and i'm not so uh, they don't exist <laughs> god damn it uh what were your favorite moments for the movie uh, there were i i really want to watch it again because like i'm like favorite moments in general or like favorite funny moments like are we talking love i don't know uh, I think one of my big LOL mo- moments in that movie was uh, when they called Martin Freeman a colonizer. Uh, I yes. was like, yeah. Poor, poor Martin Freeman. <laughs> like, he just him f- being a fish out of water is like, where where am I? Uh, how long I haven't been here? This wound should have not been healed in like a day. And and just him, <laughs> just him. Like, I, uh, I so mean, he hit, he hit a lot of good beats i also do love seeing andy circus as a villain um, i like seeing andy circus actually <laughs> playing a live human <laughs> for once instead of hiding behind a giant monkey yeah i i think and this is the biggest conversation that i keep having with people after this movie is about michael b jordan and his character's perspective um how he chose to take care of everything coming from where he grew up and everything like that and the biggest 
a headbutt that I have with people is we all seem to agree that he had the right intentions and the right idea he was just mm-hmm. doing it wrong yeah and yeah so i mean you can you can have, empathize yes, with his I, mission exactly that's and it's that true. last part though that i seem to be headbutting with people about there are people who are like no i disagree i think the way that he was going to do it was absolutely fucking right that's the headbutt i seem to be having with people and i think that even the fact that it is still bringing having that conversation i think is even still that much just as important as the other facets of representation that you see in this movie mm-hmm. and like i don't i don't mean for this to be like a political thing but like given oh no but this movie is very, very political, political though thing, which is why it's I was, very like, political but it doesn't really smart and really it doesn't it doesn't like jam the jam the politics down your throat where it's like just so blatant in your face no, and that it's, you just get turned it's off subtle but it's not so it's subtle enough but it's not so subtle because you see what they're doing and we see what's happening in our world and you're like well shit they went there with that mm-hmm. and and it works oh my God, i mean it, I'm so it, here it for works it. like yeah. thematically and it was so seamlessly with the story yeah. like for example like yeah like yeah what wakanda is this utopia and like um clearly and uh, and like you know with michael b jordan like growing up in a society that's like really fucked up and really you know messed up in various types of ways um uh he wants to bring utopia to the our larger scam but you know being a product of his environment he knows that like the world outside is like is cruel and you know Mm -hmm. and 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 you know it's just like that's it. It's a product of his environment. It's a, it's a product of like the geopolitics that he lived in, and it's very smart. It's in a way, it's like it's very accurate, and I can totally see how see and empathize the 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 route and the modus operandi that he wanted to go with. Like you know, sometimes you just got to force change and through violence. And he's also a product of Chaka and his like fuck up. So yeah. it's just yeah. the the whole movie is like it. Ev- yeah, this movie is a lot about legacy. And it avoid it avoids like binary distinctions of like good and evil. Like there's like a no one's like clear cut. Like T'Chaka made some very large mistakes, and T'Challa was on track to repeat those mistakes if it wasn't for Killmonger basically showing up and like throw, throwing everything on its head. And yeah. there's just like there's a lot of you could see a little bit of reason like you can find reason in pretty much any angle like even killmonger like you can like killmonger to me is like one of the best villains that marvel has uh, done yeah. if not the best and yeah. because he's just so he's so believable and and because he's so believable that makes him like even scarier than like thanos you know because you could totally see how someone could end up having that sort of frame of mind that he's in and on the one hand you're like maybe he should have grabbed the throne because it totally kicked T'Challa to, to, to right. in the ass and like lit a right. fire under him to like sort of realize the path he was going down was the same, you know, same shit, different king basically. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I find it interesting because cause like Marvel has a problem of killing off its villains. Um, you know, it happens over and over, but, but, 
you know, I I, th- I think when, in terms of the storyline, I think it made it made sense, and I think it, uh, to his log- logical end, like I think Killmonger had to die, but like just just I he, he, since he's such he's such a, a multifaceted character, like I really wish Michael B. Jordan could have you know continued on another film because I would love to see Killmonger in another movie, but like I mean. That could it couldn't happen with this movie, but like if if, it, if another universe the arc was a little bit different, I would be more than happy to have Jordan come back as Killmonger. Yeah, I I just think that they did such a great job with him. I mean, he was yeah, and I think, I, he was, I think he's my favorite villain. I like seriously. I also like the fact that like Wakabi kind of like not betrays T'Challa, but like kind of switches sides. Because he sees that, like, like what Stan said, um, basically what's going on is same shit, different king. And he even tells that to T'Challa at one point. He's like, I thought with you things would be different, but it looks like it's the same. Yeah. It's a, lo- it's a lot of the same. And even when he goes back to meet his ancestors and they're like, it's time to go. He was like, no, you guys were, you guys were fucking wrong. You... You fucked this up. This is your fault. Yeah. And you saw that disagreement. And that hit such a note for me. I almost started sobbing. Oh, the part where he said, like, I cannot rest until exactly. this is fixed. Like, I, holy I shit. was just that like, was, that... oh, because the way they go about all of this stuff. I mean, it was just, it was so, it was so clean. Just the, the way that they did all of this. It was just, it was, it was fucking seamless to me. Again, I'm not using the word masterpiece. I really dislike that word. But I don't I don't think I can say a negative thing about this movie. I can't even nitpick at anything that I would I think everything about it was like just like every I enjoyed every fight scene. I enjoyed every piece of the soundtrack. I enjoyed all the visuals, um, the character moments. Absolutely. Yeah, but no no joke aside. The Black Panther soundtrack is my favorite album this year so far. <laughs> it's just like so good. Um and <laughs> Yeah, it dropped a couple days before the movie premiered and it's just the it's, social media feeds were blowing. Really like, this is lit. Um, this is so good. The the Black Panther vision scenes are like some of the most visually striking and like emotional scenes like in a Marvel movie, I think. Yeah, and just like like I think the most like strong scene for me was definitely when uh, Killmonger has the Black Panther vision with his father in the apartment. Like that's one of the like most emotional scenes. Oh yeah, his dad realizes what happened to his son. They they, they both start crying together, but yeah. they they know what's gonna happen. It's like oh shit, so good. So the feels uh, when I I do have to say that when I oh my god, so many when feels. I saw like the <laughs> casting for this and I saw Michael B. Jordan as a villain. I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like Michael B. Jordan, that's not really his role, but he he pulled off Killmonger like fucking excellent. I mean, he's so he's so full of charisma, and it could work either way. And it's just like, ah, oh. uh, he was such a compelling villain. Yeah, man. And um, and this movie, this movie, like it was weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's so it, good it, to us. We're speechless. I I don't know. It's like <laughs> I don't understand some of these weird social media critics and some of these trolls. Like, there's a bunch of trolls. You'll never understand to, the internet, Chris. Um, 
You, I don't. I don't know. I'm don't just, try. I just, it's very strange. Um, but let's give a shout out to like all the amazing female protagonists in this movie. Like, holy shit! Like they they were not kidding around. Yeah. And oh my god, the badass women of this movie. Like Angela Bassett as Queen Mother. She was just uh, like among all the uh, oh. the, the actresses. Um, like I really, I really, really was drawn to Angela Bassett and Letitia Wright, and then of course Danae Guerrero, just just killing it, just killing it as Dora Milaje, and just oh. Again, can't say anything bad about this. I really can't. I can't find anything. Um, and I like, I like the things that I'm reading about this movie. There's I a lot of I, inspiring stories. Um, I love it. like, like the fact that Kendrick Lamar, who did some part of the soundtrack, uh, he bought out three three theaters so he could get uh poor and impoverished kids to go watch the movie um, and you see you're seeing like this really viral grassroots um uh initiative to like like all across the country um to get people to watch that movie even if they can't afford it because it's, it's just that important um and and it's just like a it's like a giant fu to the hollywood industry whoever doubted that like this movie can't be profitable and like or, or or it's like no this movie does matter and we'll we're voting with our dollars and we want more content from marvel like this and just from the industry in general so um and I, it's, I it's, actually, it's already go I'm ahead sorry? Chris, finish oh, i'm just oh, <laughs> i was just gonna add like it's doing it's killing so good overseas as well i think in the opening weekend overseas i think i think it did like 361 million and that's awesome. Yeah, I saw like some interview with uh, Chadwick Boseman, and he was basically saying like how people were saying that like this is the movie that they have to see, and he was like, I, I don't understand why people feel this way about like about movies, and then he was talking about like how he thought about it from like his perspective when he was a child looking forward to like a video game or a movie, and he like he started to realize how important having a movie like this is to be out there i mean and he gets to be the face of this too though i mean that's 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 gotta that's gotta be so mind-blowing for him i just think that like the tracks that a lot of these movies are going down now um you have to like keep your fingers crossed and hope that it stays like this and that it light much like this movie has already rises above all those stupid trolls that are coming out that are trying to like take something away from this um and we keep going down all of this because i think it's becoming more and more understandable to the right people that representation like this or of any kind is super important and we're we need it um, not just as fans, but like as like people, like we need it coming from the two minority characters being having such a um, a highlighted like subplot in a movie like Star Wars to a movie like Wonder Woman to a movie like this, where these are things that we shouldn't have to be fighting for and advocating for. Like it, we we shouldn't feel the need to be like yeah yeah yeah, we need this movie and we shouldn't feel the need to like explain this like 
we know we need these movies. We just need the right people to like be there with us. So like massive kudos and like hats off to the director for being like, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this right. And jumping off of that, just it's like the stark contrast between like the MCU, especially Ryan Coogler, Ryan Coogler's work. And then just like we were, we were going through it in the hot mess of the S&P Awards show where like Marvel Comics is just going the opposite way. It's just they're axing um, like so many titles, citing diversity as the reason why sales are down. It's like and not taking a step back and thinking, well, maybe we're just writing really shitty stories or doing really shitty stuff with these characters that. You know, just, and then just, here comes uh, the MCU with a giant middle finger to that reason. Like, obviously, that's not the reason. Like, writing is the reason why a comic sale would be down. Yeah, and and just like marketing decisions, like we need fifty crossovers because, and and we need to renumber things because things. I don't... Yeah, we need an event comic every three months. Like, you don't, you don't. What's up, pals? This is Chris, and we're going to take a quick break from the Black Panther spoiler cast to tell you about our friends at Audible. Sometimes life is crazy, and you always have to be on the go. Maybe you have a long work commute like I do, and you need to kill some time. That's where Audible stands in with being the world's premier and leading audiobook listening service. With Audible, you get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Lately, I've been listening to a bunch of Warhammer 40k audiobooks by Games Workshop. As fans of this podcast, you all know how much we love Wonder Woman, especially the recent DCU movie with Gal Gadot. A couple of days ago, I picked up the audiobook Wonder Woman Unbound, The Curious History of the World's Most Famous Heroine by Tim Hanley and narrated by Colby Elliott. It is a fantastic listen and I highly recommend it. So if you go to www.audible.com slash supernerdpals and sign up today, you will get a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial. Again, that's www.audible.com slash supernerdpals. Set up today. Thank you, and back to the spoiler cast. So speaking of comics, I have a question. So to be honest, I, I've i never really you read a, a Black Camp. Yeah, and... Me either! Um, I, feel like, I felt like I've read maybe one comic... It was like a team book and Panther was there. But otherwise, like I never read anything else. You know, and before I before I watched the movie, I was taking a listen to Geek History Lesson. They did they dropped the episode about Black about Black Panther. And it's really awesome. I was just wondering if or what was I was wondering what's people's background with uh the comic book side of Black so Panther. Have you read it or is there a particular book that you I wasn't like? really into the the comics? of Black Panther. Um, my first introduction to Black Panther was the TV show Avengers Assemble on, on oh, I think okay. it was like okay. Nickelodeon or Nicktoon, some shit like that, or Disney. I don't mm. remember. Mm-hmm. But it was a really good cartoon. It was just like like Avengers shit. But they used mm. a lot of Avengers that like people don't really know much about. So like... Yeah, Black Panther's like a really, really uh, seasoned veteran yeah, of the so Avengers roster. Black Panther was actually like in this version of the show was like one of the five founding members of like of the Avengers. Through that, I've learned like a fuck ton of the um of Black Panther, and 
I was really excited to see him in Civil War, which was amazing. And then when I heard about this movie, obviously, I was super stoked. One surprising thing I I found out while listening to GHL, so I didn't realize Black Panther had such a strong kinship and friendship with Daredevil. And I know, I, I don't know, I know like the, the Netflix series and the MCU movies so they're i mean they reference each other but they haven't actually like really really crossed the streams but how awesome would it be if like if chadwick boseman oh god what was the oh, i can't remember the actors for daredevil i'm so i'm so anyway i don't know panther and daredevil should team up for for like a crossover movie or netflix show or netflix special i don't know that would be so awesome or just bring daredevil into the movies you know whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so i would suggest everybody read the current black panther run it's written by ta-nehisi coates and if you want to get um black panther's early days um marvel's recently come out with a miniseries called rise of the black panther um it's written by evan narcisi and also ta-nehisi coates and it goes over black panther's early days and it's a good primer for black panther and the current run of the main uh, black panther book is really good so is the tahisi coates line still going because I, I maybe i was mistaken i thought it was it was i was i thought it was in danger beyond the cancellation block unless i was maybe that was just some internet rumor i read but it's still ongoing. i, I believe so i don't know why they would cancel the book when the movie just came out <laughs> that seems like a really bad idea but um i even if even if you should definitely go back and read it from issue one i think volume one came out of black panther recently of the relaunch written by Coates and it's definitely a good read and def- definitely check out rise. No, I was like, you should pick up rise. It just, it just came out recently and it's, it's his like early. It's basically when, um, um, T'Challa becomes King of Wakanda. It goes into like that story. So. I was just going to say canceling the book. Like when the movie came out would be, a it would be a bad decision, but it's Marvel. Bad, it's it's like, Marvel though, so <laughs> who um, knows I lost my if they thought. have good ideas. Like bad marketing. Wise. I mean, yeah. look at Inhumans. I think the best, the best. Uh... Okay, so uh, this this is a look at look at a, Civil War uh, too. Uh, wow, I cannot talk. This is an article mm-hmm. from Vox.com. <laughs> uh, headline. Oh, the, and this was written in June uh, on June sixteenth, twenty seventeen. Headline, Marvel canceled Roxane Gay and Tahisi Coates Black Panther comics. The problem goes beyond Marvel. So I'm I'm confused. I don't oh okay. Um New York New York Times bestselling author Roxane Gay confirmed on Twitter this week that Marvel canceled Black Panther World of Wakanda after publishing only uh six issues. Gay was co-writing the book with National Book Award winner Tahisi Coates and Yana Harvey. While Aletha Martinez and Afua well, Richardson provided World the art. World of Wakanda. So maybe World of Wakanda. Maybe this is a, a solo a book. That... Pan- it's not. It's not the main Panther book. Okay, it's like then a that side, makes sense. It's a side book. Okay, okay, that makes much more sense. Yeah, read those books. Pick a volume one. Excellent. Buy the floppy copies. Um. So I'm curious. Uh, what would you want to see, uh, out of Black Panther in the the greater MCU? Yeah, Storm gets married to T'Challa, just like the comics. And then they divorce, just like the comics. (laughs) Um, 
I want I want at least a trilogy of Black Panther films. <laughs> I feel All we need Ryan at least Coogler, a hell yes. yeah. We need at least three Panther films. I mean. I don't want. I don't want a fourth oh, Iron Man. The numbers, but, uh, all, all the bank. It's definitely gonna happen. I just. It's, they would be stupid not to. This movie was too good not to have a trilogy at least. I want. I want um, Panther to lead the next generation of Avengers on the film after. After. Uh, oh yeah, I mean after Infinity War, it's gonna be Phase Five. So there's gonna be a new roster. Lots of people are leaving, or lots of people are gonna get killed. I would off. see. I would like. I wouldn't mind seeing Captain America, Iron Man go, having Panther, yeah. Captain Marvel come in and shake things up a little bit. Sam Wilson okay as Cap America or stay as Falcon? I would I would not mind seeing Sam Wilson, but I feel like if they did anything like that, I feel like they're setting up Bucky to be Cap. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that makes sense. It's with yeah, Jesus, Bucky. Point, I feel like, I mean, did... All you guys see the end credits, the white yeah, wolf. That scene alone just kind of shows. Yeah, and I mean, like I, I, I like prefer Sam alone. Wilson as Cap, but like even in the comics, they went, they went Steve, then Bucky, then him? Sam. So like it's wolf? it's fine if they go with Sam. I mean, um, with Bucky being the next Cap. Mm. Um, in the comics, uh, Shuri takes over the Black Panther mantle, and I would love to see that in the MCU. I don't know. I just love Shuri so much. Letitia White just killed it. She was just so so charismatic and awesome, and she had all this tech. And she was she was the, the cue to T'Challa, and it was awesome. Um, there's there's also um White Tigress, which I would love to see because I I feel like Black Panther opens the doors for like so many other mm-hmm. heroes. Um, Going around full circle, Black Panther's first appearance was in Fantastic Four number fifty-two. So, do you think like Black Panther can can like kickstart and actually help make an amazing the Fantastic Four movie? And then later- I think M- I I think the MCU's first Fantastic Four movie has them going to Wakanda. Yes, like I that's that's what I yes. like do that story. Like that's how I see it. If not, bringing back Doctor Doom again. But I feel like you want to set up Doctor Doom for like a future storyline and not for the Fantastic Four's first thing out the gate. So I think having them go to Wakanda is like the thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in the... Now, do you think Michael B. Jordan will reprise his role as Johnny yes. Storm? <laughs> and then Chris Evans will also fight for that mantle and will have like a second uh, Civil uh. War. Based on who takes the mantle, that'll be so good. Um, yeah, um, yeah, Stan. Uh, back in ni- the nineteen seventies, um, yeah, Black Panther was fighting Doctor Doom, uh, in Astonishing Tales. So it's all canon. So that'll be awesome. And, and it's it's that'll be a really interesting story. Mm-hmm. It's like a story of of warring kings. I mean, because like Doctor Doom's the king of Latveria, and he got King King T'Challa. I I don't know maybe I don't know what what would uh what would spark the uh, Doctor Doom like on the reg like fights squirrel really girls so like he has he has time in his schedule I mean, for Dr. every Doom. every <laughs> like power level and like from street level all the way up to cosmic like Doctor Doom's gonna be there he 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 like makes <laughs> time um 
Doctor, I feel like Doctor Doom just kind of like looks for any type of hero that has time and is like, yeah, I'm gonna fight you. Yeah, sure. I mean, he like he fight Spider Man. Like he'll fight. For, he'll fight anybody. He's like the Stone Cold Steve Austin of villains. He's, he'll <laughs> he'll like be there. <laughs> I just want to say real quick. What if that? What if Stone Cold Steve Austin got casted as Doom? Yeah, he's a little too old, but I could I could probably see it. He's, too, he's a little too Texas. I mean, also, he'll, he'll wear a mask. I can't see him like with his <laughs> Texas ass accent. Like, <laughs> oh, that's why we have like post production and Skywalker's just like walking around like, like, like drinking beer and like saying he's gonna open up a can of whoop ass on Mister Fantastic. Doom 316. He's wearing a vest. <laughs> That's his new costume. It's green, yeah. With like silver uh, letters, yeah. Um, it's beautiful. Black Panther made me very happy that Inhumans doesn't exist anymore. Because Black Panther shows... <laughs> Black Panther is a good way to show like how royalty can work for a protagonist that you like. And Inhumans is the example of having a royal family that there's like absolutely nothing to like about them so i just want i just want to say that humans is garbage and <laughs> five panther is not uh, so. so in the sum of our black panther spoiler cast yeah, Inhumans is garbage i want a movie where, where black there. panther and dr doom got to set aside their differences and beat the shit out of the inhumans on the moon <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Like that's Clash of Kings. That's, that's the, the Game king, of Thrones the fight of kings <laughs> that I want to see. I fucking hate the Inhumans. So let's see. Uh, I'm looking through Black Panther's Rogues Gallery. Um, you have Eric Killmonger, and you have Claw. So we're already familiar with them. You have Achebe. Um, who is a, a South African farmer that sold his soul to the de- uh, sold uh-huh. his soul to the demon Mephisto? <laughs> I'm uh, sold. Which is, which sounds really awesome. And 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 you you can backdoor that into like Doctor Strange. Like Doctor Strange shows like, oh shit, demons! I'll help you. And then and then we can have a precedent where Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch could be in the same flick. Oh, uh, because that would be. Oh God, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No more. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. But no. they can be in the MCU together, and it's canon, and it's, it'll be beautiful. You're a strange one. Um. Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, there's also Malice, who... Ryan, oh, you knew what you man. Said. No, so, like, I just realized <laughs> this, but... Um, Doom War is like an event that Marvel did a while ago where Dr. Doom was basically like, I'm going to take the vibranium for Wakanda. And Black Panther was like, the fuck you talking about? So he called up the Avengers and they fought Dr. Doom <laughs> for the vibranium. And then he he did this like this crazy ultimatum where he basically rendered all vibranium on Earth inert. Um, so it's like, oh, shit. So there's like a lot of good crazy. stories you could tell. Mm. Namor. I feel like we have a lot more of this world to get into. Mm-hmm. Another king. I just want to have like a, a battle royale movie. Like literally, oh, just Lord. have Namor fight Black Panther, fight Doctor Doom, fight who? who Black Bolt. 
Make it what, happen, what Stan. Other, this what sounds other like the Dragon Ball Super Tournament. Make a Game of Thrones-esque like, movie with MC just like characters. everybody like fighting each other. Huh, there's actually there's a there's an actual storyline called War of Kings, but it involves the scrolls okay. and space. Um Okay. So, I'm less interested. So in we will we will retcon that. Isn't Namor an X-Man? Yeah. Technically, I think, yeah. I know we're getting into the weeds with this, but now I'm. <laughs> Isn't he part of the X Men? Let's no. see. Okay, so uh, he's a, he's a Atlantean slash human mutant hybrid. So he's okay. both. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Cool. He's on the Illuminati with yes. Black Panther yes. and Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and Iron Man and Charles Xavier and Doctor Doom. Yes, steering the world towards a brighter future. <laughs> I don't know, Chris. I don't. Anyway, Black Panther don't was super it cool. Put it like that. <laughs> Maybe. I'm glad Black Panther got made into a movie and not Inhumans. Yeah, I think the end all be all of this like takeaway is uh, give us more Black Panther and go see that shit, shit if you can't see it. Go see it. See yeah, shit. Stoked as shit. Read go them see books. it and then go see it again and again and again. So uh, just, uh, right now it's it it's broken all other MCU movie records except for two other movies. I forget which two. I assume one of them would be like Avengers, and I don't. I um yeah. You know what? I'll look it up right now. MCU box office records. Black Panther. Oh, I was looking on uh, the actress that plays Shuri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Letitia yeah, Wright. She's uh, she's mm. actually casted for Infinity War. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I'm extra excited. Okay, this will take too long. So I'm not sure what other two movies Black Panther has yet to be at yet, but it's only it's only the first weekend, so. This movie is going to be doing gangbusters for the next month or two Excited. or three. Very. So go out there, vote right, your I'm, dollars, have I'm a good time. Say definitely not watch three it with everyone. Because in three months, Avengers will be out. And that'll steal the show completely. Well, by that time, mm-hmm. it comes really? out in May. Three months? Yep. In May, yeah. Already? That's crazy. Yes. Wow. All right, here we go, guys. That's, that's what's <laughs> right, great. Put on your calendars. That's what's great about this. Three months. Deadpool 2 comes out that month. God. And so does the Han Solo movie. Gosh. Wow. Oh my god. All in May? May. That's crazy. Wow. We're gonna have to do like a May like the month of May cast. May is just, just gonna be an episode yeah. each week. We talk, but um that's the coolest thing about this is that we just saw Black Panther and we're gonna that's see right. him again in a couple months. Come back in the Avengers. Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so and it, read the comic books. Do it and and Ooh. watch cartoons. Don't don't buy Marvel's Capcom though. <laughs> don't. <laughs> you know, actually, don't don't do it. Hey, hey, hey everyone! I feel like uh, do you uh hot uh crazy idea? Do do we want to revisit Marvel Disc Wars: The Avengers like that? Come on, Ryan, that's a great anime. anime. Because Black right, Panther shows up at episode, episode twenty nine and see where we so at, where think, we're at. Yeah, I was just gonna say we should start yes. where Black Panther picks well, up. 
Well, I was going to say yes. is like it, yes, everyone should go out it. and buy the Black Panther DLC for Marvel vs. Capcom, but not Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> like not the game, but that one DLC character. <laughs> so the, the sales would look really bizarre. Like why? <laughs> why is there like 10 million people buying this, but like there's only 1 million copies of Marvel vs. Capcom? Anyway, Marvel vs. Capcom sucks. Infinite. <laughs> You don't have to tell me. Alternatively, just pick up Lego Marvel superheroes and you can play as Black oh, yeah. Panther in Lego form. There, problem solved. Right. So, <laughs> do, uh, are we? Is this the end? We're gonna give our ratings and sign yeah. out. Cool. I think we're there. All right. So, hands down, no question, no contest. Five out of five Panthers. This was just, <laughs> it was just perfect in every single front. Firing all cylinders. I cannot wait for Infinity War, and I can't wait for the inevitable news. It's gonna happen. Ryan Krueger is gonna get a trilogy and another trilogy because because I, I watch Shuri Black Panther so badly. So I I would do five Panthers as well. I'm, I'm giving it five Panther claws. You're gonna five bars of of vibranium. Yeah, out of five. <laughs> Best Marvel movie since Thor. I hope you didn't steal that from Wakanda awesome. because Black Panther will come after. Theoretical, you. not physical. No, oh, you know what? You'll you'll have you don't have what Wakandan vibranium. You have Antarctic right. vibranium, so you can space vibranium. It's fine. It's fine. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our spoiler cast. Again, this is episode 142 of Superhero Pals. We clearly love Black Panther, and uh, we want to we want to know what your thoughts on the movie are. So, uh, you can contact us in various ways. Um, you can ca- contact us on Twitter at Superhero Pals. Uh, I don't know, maybe shoot a photo of you in front of a movie theater. Um, you know, going into a Black Panther. Black Panther premiere and uh, add us at uh, Super Nerd Pals on Instagram. Oh yeah, um, uh, pals at, at uh, Oh god, what was it? Pals What's your email again? God damn, I'm so tired. Yes, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, and as well, as I always, uh, and as always, you can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, basically any other podcast player. Uh, out there all you have to do is search for us or plug in that sweet rss feed and you'll find us Ooh. uh be sure to like rate share and subscribe if you're listening to this on itunes uh just hop on over and give us uh a like and a rating and a review uh, the the more positive reviews we get uh and the more rate uh, the more five stars we get uh the better this show is or the more the show can be spread and there's better visibility. And we always like to hear and we just love talking. Uh, feedback and constructive criticism. And we just love talking to all your pals out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, my name is Chris Sampson. You can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. And I'm, I'm Ryan. Ooh. Ooh. Running over each other. Go ahead, Ryan. All right, I'm Ryan Marlowe, and you can find me on Twitter at the underscore. Oh, Sagadorsky, you can find me on Twitter at Stan Doom. I'm Andy Karaskola. You can find me on Twitter at Sweet Justice One. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever! Ah. Peace out.
Wakanda forever. Bye. Wakanda forever. Oh my god. Bye. Bye.